Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of TK's A Brigade. I'm your host, TK, and today I have a special guest on with me, a, uh, a very, uh, very special person in my life, uh, actually my celebrity crush, Miss Tracy Scarris, otherwise known as Southern Cali Celebrity. Oh gosh, what an introduction. I love it, I love it. So today we uh, we decided we were going to have a fun discussion about our friendship over the last 11 years, how kind of we kind of how we met, uh, where she started in the industry and and how I was brought into that um, into that relationship um, back in the day, back in 2011. And so we decided we were going to get on and just talk about that today. So tell me, Trace, what what uh, what brought you into the merchandise business? How kind of how give me a history on how you started in that business. Oh, gosh. You know, um, I have been in the merch business for a long time. I started on the retail side, and so I did retail sales. I worked for the Limited Corporation. I worked for BD back in the day. You know, you may remember some of these names. I think a lot of them are long gone at this stage, but, um, you know, I was on the retail side for a long time, and then I got into the wholesale side. Um, I was introduced to the wholesale side um, in the off-price industry, where we would go and kind of buy everybody's kind of leftovers and then distribute them distribute them to the off-price industry, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Nordstrom Rack, um, all the way down to some of the mom-and-pop shops. And so I just decided, you know, I kind of wanted to do something a little bit more. And from there, I went into a company called Hoffman Fabrics. And uh, with Hoffman Fabrics, we actually did design um, for mostly surf brands, um, but we did a lot of other things as well. And we did cut and sew, which means, you know, making wovens and um, we dabbled a little bit in denim. And I had actually had a denim company um, previous to this um, as well. And so I kind of just had my hands all in the mix. And so when I was at Hoffman Fabrics, um, which kind of leads to where I met you, uh, we were doing something called cut and sew, which was making wovens. And so I had this like dream account that I wanted to quote unquote land and it was a Christian clothing company called C28 stands for Colossians 28 and um, their clothing brand was called NOTW otherwise known as not of this world Uh, wound up becoming um, you know one of the biggest Christian brands to to ever grace the Christian community and I called them up and uh, it was wild I was connected to the owner's sister And she said, I have a sticket note on my phone that I wrote earlier today that said, find somebody to do woven shirts, to produce woven shirts. And here I was calling, right? And we all know, isn't that how God works, right? Amen. And so... Yeah, it was like instant, um, instant relationship. I think they were in my warehouse within two days. We were, you know, praying together and we just cultivated that relationship. I made their wovens. I did some denim for them. And then um, I actually wound up leaving kind of everything that I know at Kaufman Fabrics. I, I left the denim industry. And I went and worked for Not of This World, Seek to Eight stores. Um, and I kind of just worked my way up. Um, I worked for Aurelio Barreto um, more directly, who is the owner of the company. And I did everything from, uh, I started in their stores as um, sales and training, then wound up kind of managing um, a bulk of their stores. And I was basically kind of the sales trainer for the stores. And then I got into marketing, special events, product placement, which is what led me to you, my friend. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, and we, um, yeah, we started kind of working there. Let me cut in real quick. So, uh, what what year was this that you started uh, working in the C two eight and doing the woven fabric? Like, what year was that? Oh my stars! Okay, so I had my little Bella in 2011, and I was working on the sales floor in 2011, the day I gave birth. So, um, which is another funny story. But I would say probably 2000 and nine maybe 2008 something like that okay so so i met you in 2011 so you had been in the business for roughly three years uh you're doing these different types of uh clothing lines uh you know you prayed about uh, god taking you in a a new direction you meet up with uh not of this world you transition over there and what 2011 is when you transition to not of this world no, like 2008, 2009, uh, but 2011 we met. So I was pretty well established there at that stage of the game. I was already doing kind of marketing and product placement and, oh, wow. and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay, so we're talking to Tracy Scarce, a.k.a. Southern Cali Celebrity. Uh, you live in Southern California, right? That's that's why I call I you do. that. Okay. I uh, do. I do, yes. <laughs> just so you people know like why I call her that. Um, we're talking about uh, kind of how she got into the uh, – business of merchandise uh 2011 i was working with b haley uh formerly of uh, diverse city uh we had talked about uh coming to california at that time in 2011 right around september to come up with a new merchandise line and so i flew out to california Uh, i met up with brian we went to the notw uh warehouse i believe it's in corona right uh-huh. Yep, okay. Corona. And I was very, I was blessed to meet Tracy. I remember her coming out, and she's just got this really big smile on her face, and she's like, oh, my gosh, so nice to meet you. Oh, like, I'm such a valley girl, and oh, my gosh. And I'm just like, man, this this chick has got some, like, positiveness. I love in we sat down uh we went over some designs we we got to meet with Aurelio um we went for lunch we went to this really good Mexican restaurant uh got got to ride in the uh in the minivan the the family wagon of Tracy's family wagon uh got to hang out uh for a couple of days in California it was just a really fun experience uh came home and then over what I think what two years we worked together from 11 to roughly 13 and um, it was a good ride we did a lot of fun stuff. We, we came up with a lot of ideas. Um, we took um, the, the clothing line that we were working on together in different directions. Uh, some of it was really good. Some of it we, we, we changed up and just had a lot of different input. Uh, and I got to spend a lot of time on the phone with Tracy during this time. And so we got to know each other a lot better. And so now we're in 2013. And uh, actually, I'm sorry. Let me rewind a little bit. We're in 2012. And we got to fly to Nashville. Do you remember the first time that we flew together to Nashville? Well, we didn't fly together, but we met up in Nashville. Do you remember that story? Um, vaguely, vaguely. Was that when we were filming the first series of videos for the Viet Line? So that was the second trip. Oh, that was actually the third trip. So. Oh, my stars. So <laughs> the first trip, um, <laughs> we went out there together. And this was uh, actually 2012. We went out there and we had a meeting. But the reason I remember this story so vividly is because uh, we had flown in on separate airlines. Obviously, I was flying out of Colorado. She was flying out of California. And so we meet in a parking garage. And she's on one level across the way. 
And I'm on. Do you remember this trace where I was on the other side no, of the, the but parking keep garage? Talking so I can remember it better. Right. So we fly in. We're we're meeting up. Uh, we we get on the phone. We're talking on the phone together. And I'm like, where are you? You're like, oh, I'm in section whatever your section you were in. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm over here. And we see each other across the parking lot. But there was this huge gap that kept us from um, from like actually physically meeting up until we had to go around this whole like labyrinth of parking garages to get to one another. But it was just funny because I remember seeing you and we're talking on the phone and we're waving at one another like, hey, you know, it's like 11 o'clock at night. How are you? How, how are you? <laughs> how are you? But it was just, it was such a fond memory because we meet up and then, and I was like, are you hungry? Cause I'm starving. And you're like, oh yes, I'm so hungry. So we go to Jack yes. in the Box. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we go to some totally odd hour of the morning or late yeah. night. Yes, I remember that. It okay, was like okay, midnight. Okay, keep going, keep going. So we go to we go to Jack in the Box, and you know we just we, we got to share just a, a, an awesome moment of friendship, and and uh, and so we go, and then the next day we went and we sat down with B, and you know we had just we had an awesome meeting about you know the direction of where we were going and. And things were growing and cultivating, and, and it was so fun, though, because, you know, remembering those times, you know, I look back and go, man, I learned so much. I learned so much from you. You know, I learned so much from V. Like, you taught me a lot. Um, a lot of the things about the merchandise business, you know, like you say, the term product placement. Can you uh, yeah. can you kind of just give a quick insight? Because I know what that means, but I don't know if people that might be listening know necessarily what that means when it comes to merchandise. So give me a little insight on that product placement uh, phrase that you had used earlier. Yeah. So, so my job was basically to find like-minded, you know, Christian bands, um, Christian, uh, you know, artists like uh, Colton Dixon was one of my one of my dudes, and he was on American Idol, right? Great and, dude. You know, Toby and the band had come to um, Corona, and actually, B was the only one. Corona office that day. I can't remember. He was meeting up with someone else. And so the whole, you know, Toby and the diversity came in and we just wardrobe them up and we placed product with them. And then if they wore it, that was awesome. And then someone snapped a picture of them on stage and that was product placement. It was like kind of a grassroots way to get your product line out there. People like, you know, Jeremy Camp would wear a product or, um, you know, the Gosh, uh, bling, I'm not funny too. Now I'm talking secular. Um, you know, I, there was just all sorts of people that that would wear our stuff. We had our our product in movies and things like that. So when you're watching movies and you see someone wearing a Nike shirt, or I mean, honestly, if you want to talk about this day and age, we we have the Courtney uh, uh, Kardashian uh, movement of uh, you know she just got married and Dolce Gabbana did her entire wedding, right? So that is product wow. placement. Okay. Um, so that it's it's put on somebody you know that is seen in the public eye, and your your brand gets you know gets this you know virality to it, so to speak. Okay, so basically, like the way that you're described, it basically what you do is like it's just getting a product um, out. It's a like it's a way of marketing a product. You put it in in the front of people, and they get to see it. And you do it in such yes. a way that you kind of subconsciously tell them, "Hey, buy this product because it's worth buying. It's it's worth you know your money, and we want you to buy it because it's a good product. You want to buy it because you want to wear it. Basically, that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah brand recognition so if they see it on b and then they see it on jeremy camp and then all of a sudden they see it on main street 
mainstream TV on Colton Dixon. And all of a sudden they're like, okay, I've seen that logo three times now. Like, what is this brand? And then they take to the internet, they search it, they find us. And then all of a sudden we have become a relevant brand um, and the people buy the product. That's what it looks like. See, and that's what I mean when I say, people, that Tracy taught me so much over those years that we worked together because back in the day, I, I had no idea about any of these things. And here I am, I'm learning these things and I'm learning them in a way that, you know, it's like you've, you've heard that phrase, you know, give a man a fish, he eats for a day, but you teach him how to fish and he can, you know, eat for a lifetime. And so that's kind of where that, you know, all that information that I was gathering back in the day. And so... I learned a lot in that time. So here we are. I'm talking to Tracy uh, of the formerly of the NOTW brand. Um, she's moved on from there because uh, God moved her in a different direction, which was awesome. Um, but so we're, we're right around 2012, 2013. I believe we had gotten to a point in our relationship business wise that be it had um, put together a new line of, of uh, merch, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, so we we had gone through several kind of renditions. So we came out with our original product line, then we launched, you know, different styles, and we still have our same best sellers, but we would switch in and out of what would sell best, um, and replace some things. And right, right. Yeah, I mean, we were well into it at that point for sure. So we move into 2013, and uh, we. We had come out with a, a new line that hadn't been released yet, but the the goal was we were all going to fly out to Nashville. Uh, Toby was on tour doing Winter Jam with a bunch of bands. Um, they were coming through Nashville right around, I believe it was February. And so we all decided we were going to fly out to Nashville, uh, spend the day shooting videos and photos of the new line, uh, get some video for a, a future Kickstarter uh, project that we were going to do and so we, we we again we fly out to nashville we meet up at the airport um and then you said trav i've got this really really cool guy that um i've been friends with he's plays guitar for colton dixon they're getting ready to go on their first tour um yeah. do you remember this story we went to mary d's and franklin do you remember this Yep, I do. So we go down to Mary D's. If you've, anybody that's listening has ever been to Franklin, Tennessee, there's this really awesome bakery restaurant called Mary D's. And we, we go down there, and, and Tracy and her just – awesomeness because she knows everybody and then she knows the like the grandma and all the little kids but she introduces me to a, a good friend of mine now uh, david dietrich um but do you remember anything about that dinner like just who we met with and it's kind of what was going on at the time with colton do you remember any of that gosh i think the boys were getting ready to go on tour with colton and they all had to like earn their spot yes. um i don't super duper remember like all the conversation but it was a really like a pinnacle time in all of their lives because here colton was kind of um really starting his career off and playing off all of this fame that he had um with american idol which was super rad um and the boys wanted to go on tour with him and i remember Devin didn't know how to play bass and so he learned how to play bass so that he could, you know, go on tour um, with Cole. And um, and then David, you know, already had a spot because he was going for the spot that, uh, you know, whatever guitar he wound up playing. So, yeah, it was a really, really cool time. And we all just kind of wrapped out it at dinner or lunch or whatever it was um, for, for a while. 
Yes, yes. That was a good night. Yeah. I, I remember that yeah. specifically because I was working on a no carb or a limited carb diet that during that time. Um, because one of the things that, um, that came along with the be it line was the idea that God has called you to be something specific. And I remember for me specifically, it was to be healthy and to lose weight. I was really overweight when that started. And, and so, um, you know, taking Brian's advice, B's advice about losing weight, getting in the gym, being healthy. So I remember sitting there at Mary D's wanting to have all the yummy snacks. And, but, but remembering, like, this is going to be a memory that we're going to talk about in years to come. Because it was, I believe, it, after Colton had got on American Isle, I can't talk now. American Idol for the second time Then he yeah. got signed to a label He put a band together And then this tour that they were getting ready to go on Was going to open for third day And so they were all super stoked To go out on the road Because it was their first tour Like their major yeah. tour And so I just remember sitting there And I just remember Like you What I love about you Trace Is that you Whenever we ever meet somebody That I didn't know That you knew You always were like Hey this is my boy Trav You know he works with B Whoop de woo Like just total like just like total love man you i've you know I've, i don't think i've ever seen you in a bad mood like you know you could be like yeah my house collapsed and you know my dog ran away and my car broke down but man life is good like i love that about you you've always been positive oh, ask my husband we could put my husband on the next podcast that would be dope i'd love to get russ on because i actually uh i met russ i met your husband russ russ is her uh her, her, her good half better half i don't yeah, he was, oh man, he was, uh, in fact, wasn't he, didn't he deal with some weight issues and then he got, like, got oh, into the yeah. gym and started oh, killing yeah. it? Yeah, I remember that. That was dope. Yeah, we, I mean, we both lost together over 150 pounds. That's and right. And he's just totally taken his health to the next level. He's like a, an absolute beast in the gym, six pack and big guns and the whole, you know, the whole nine yards. But, you know, hold on one sec, because I want to get back to like, the work that we got to do with B. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, B was an idea factory. Like, he just had all this, like, goodness. He had such a clear vision of um, of what he wanted to do. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, how, like, in the middle of the night, like, B would have an idea, and he was just like that. He would just get up out of bed and just start scratching down things, and sometimes he would, like, take a picture of those things or send them and be like, hey, I have this idea, and he he just needed an, an awesome team around him, and it was such an honor to be able to be that team that just said, okay, here are all these ideas, and let's take, you know, um, some wisdom behind those ideas from, you know, the, the experience that I had in the clothing industry and, and the retail and the wholesale and the marketing piece. Um, and we were able to really come alongside of him and just make some really, really rad memories, um, a, a pretty successful business, um, which he has now continued um, with We Are One Clothing. And so it's so rad to see how it evolved and where it started, which was just an idea in his head. And he just was so adamant and diligent about wanting to make that idea a reality. So I just had to give kind of like a shout out to how cool that was and, and what an honor it was for us to be able to do that with him. And then in the meantime, we were able to meet and, you know, strike up a friendship and, and kind of go from there. I completely agree with you. Uh, he had, like, he, if he had 15 ideas, 
he would run with like 14 of them and yeah. you know he would be like all right let's see if this works Trev and then we would we would put it to you know we would put it to paper then try to put it into action and then you know it either it worked out well or you know it, maybe it didn't work out but let's be honest like not every idea works out the best but he was never like he he never withdrew from a challenge he was always like head in let's go let's do this mm-hmm. let's make this i want to be the first billionaire uh, merch company i want to go global like and he taught me so much in, in just how to interact with people in the business world and, and just how to be uh, that professional. He would always say, Trav, you know, act like you've been there. And, and I love that because, you know, he, got, he introduced me to so many, like, influential people. And he was such a, a positive, like, he, he just had so much positivity as well. And, and that's why I love – do you <laughs> – so – Funny story. Do you remember the morning of uh, we were in Nashville? It was seven and like thirty in the morning. Uh, the cameraman was shooting the tour buses pulling into the Bridgestone Arena. Uh, Brian's truck was parked uh, right there on the road, and we wanted to move the truck so it wasn't in the shot. Do you remember this this uh, situation? I don't know if you remember. I it. do. I do vaguely, but yeah, I do remember this. What do you tell me? What tell me what you remember, and then and I'll see if I can maybe like fill in the gaps. Well, I just remember, like, you're talking about it, and, I, and I'm and i seeing myself. Like, I'm seeing myself in this situation, but I don't remember the details. And I can see the truck, but I don't remember the details around it. Apparently, you are way better at memories than I am. So you, <laughs> can, you, you can play yourself through it. All right, so we're we're uh, so we're in Nashville. It's February of 2013. We're getting ready to shoot a promotional video for the Be It Clothing line. Me and Tracy had flown out the day before. We'd spent the night with some of her good friends down in Franklin. Now it's uh, the next morning, and we have the cameraman that is going to shoot the video and the and the photos for the day. Uh, and we're we're trying to get the first shot of the video of the tour buses coming up the road and turning in. And as we're standing there, he said, hey, he points and says, hey, is that Brian's truck parked there on the road? And I said, yeah, he goes, hey, why don't you go move it? Well, you're back kind of you're, you're kind of just back in the wings a little bit watching like the, the whole thing, like a, a wide angle camera watching. So I'm like, oh, yeah. So I'm all excited. I go running towards the truck trip and I was going downhill and I land in a roll and I roll into the curb. Do you remember this? I do not. Oh my I gosh. do not remember any of this. Now, the reason I even bring this up is because one of Brian's favorite things is when he's and take this for a grain of salt, but whenever somebody falls, like it, he he would we would see people fall, we'd be at the airport together, and somebody would trip over their bag or something, and he'd break out in just hysterical laughter. And he's like, man, I'm not laughing because they got hurt. I'm just laughing because, like, they're walking along and boom, they, they trip and fall. And so I'm in the midst of rolling down the hill going, I hope nobody on the bus saw this. Because this is, the like, a pinnacle moment for me trying to be professional. And I'm, you know, running to the truck to move it. I trip and fall. And, I mean, I it hurt. Like, I'll never forget that. But, um, yeah, I, it, it's funny because, like, some people remember specific things. And I, the reason I remember that is just because of the fact that B love seeing people, like, you know, accidentally fall and stuff. And, again, just so we're clear, not because they were getting hurt, but it was just more of the act of falling. But um, Oh, gosh. So, I'm dying. So we spend all day at the Bridgestone, and we're doing shots um, in different areas. Uh, do you remember any of that day? Do you, do you remember how that day went? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we did a lot of stuff that day. And they were long, long days. Like, it's no joke. When you're saying that we started, I mean, we were on set, so to speak, at like 730 in the morning. But, the, yes. you know, the day started at like 6. And we yes. were filming by 730. Yes, and then yes. it would go all night long. All night long. Oh, mercy. They were long days. We were exhausted. We were sweaty. Oh. <laughs> we were like, I don't, I can't remember. We were in like Kentucky and it was like some outside venue and just the sweat. Do you remember? I think we had to like put a fan on B and he was like sweating through the back of his shirt. And oh, it's freaking nasty, bro. Oh, like, I mean, you know, the things that you have to do to like get these shots and make it look like everything is like perfect. And I remember the camera guy and his name is lapsing me right now, but he was so good at Marco. what he did what was his name his name was marco but there was another guy oh, yeah actually there were two more guys there was pete and he used to be an artist on goatee he went by liquid beats was he, it pete what was his last name i don't remember pete's last name but then there was also the other photographer his name was jay and it was like it's like half i remember pete and marco and there was some other dude yeah it was jay that, like he had was... just gotten married or was getting ready to get married i follow him on uh, oh, facebook yeah. anyhow yeah he was young he was uh and he was engaged to be married i think he was getting married that summer yeah anyways yes. the team was good the team yes, was good and um, i was so happy with the product that they banged out and um and the videos that we the videos rocked. did and i mean those long days just really 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 paid off so it was so cool to see you know this vision that we had come to life and you know, I had done a lot of, of stuff like this in the past, but never anything kind of like soup to nuts, as they say, like from the beginning to the end. And so I was kind of learning, um, you know, along with me, but like you said, like pretend like you've been there. Like I just figured it out. Like I was just figuring out as I went and researching what I needed to and making sure that I didn't skip a beat. And um, and it all worked out and we, we looked like studs at the end of the at the end of the day. <laughs> I think. Oh, I no, I agree. It was uh it was a long day, but you know, like my uh my wife's friend always says, you know, pain is beauty. So, you know, sometimes you you got to put some skin in the game and you just got to put in some work, but you know, the end product, you know, when it's good, it, it comes out good and and I believe, yeah. you know, it it worked out good, you know, as we continued, you know, through that day and, and into the 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 coming months, um you know, I think there was a, a point where we, we decided to go a different direction just based on the market and based on how things were working with uh, different product lines around the country and just the vibe of the uh, of the, the market. I believe we just decided to go a different direction ultimately. But those times and those those situations that we got together were just, you know, I don't like to use the term magical, but they were. They were just it was like this special time um, that yeah. cemented our friendship. And, uh, you know, it, it really just opened a lot of doors, a lot of opportunity. And uh, and now, we you know, we fast forwarded. We're in 2022. So that's almost what, like almost nine, ten years later from that time. Tell well, me, Trace. 2011 to 2022 is like 11 years. I that's mean, it's true. It's been 11 years. That's true. So from the beginning, you're right. And then we, we, uh, we uh, the, the season changed right around the um, springtime of 2013. And then um, you, so you were still with NLTW at that time, but you started moving, God was starting to move you in even a different direction uh, in that time, right? Yeah, I want to say um, I left NOTW 
Ooh, gosh, maybe around 2015. I, I think I left NOTW maybe 2014, and then I stayed on as a consultant till about 2015-ish, something something like that. Okay, okay. Um, the dates are vague. Yeah, and then I um, I went to another um, I went to a company called Plain Joe, um, and we uh, we specialized in a lot in the Christian industry, marketing, branding, with an emphasis in social media. It was my job there, um, and uh, and I did that for for a while, and then that kind of um, through that time I went through a, a huge transformation, and it you know really brought me to to where I am now. I think that's an understatement when you say huge transformation because looking back on the 11 years I've known you and seeing where you are now is just crazy. We are talking with Tracy Scares, formerly of C2A, NOTW, and Be It Clothing, uh, my good friend, the Southern Cali celebrity. I think we're going to wait until next time to see what God has you doing now, Tracy. So we will say goodbye for now. You are listening to the TKA Brigade. I am your host, TK. So until next time, people, peace.